part of our Mind Immersion 4-Block series is discussing the subconscious mind and the stages of awakening, what it means to wake up. And we are excited to be doing a free 30-minute webinar coming up here um, that's going to allow everybody to kind of get an inside scoop about what the entire Mind Immersion series is about. So that's what we're going to be talking about today in this episode. It's all about waking up and then going into more detail about the Mind Immersion series and that webinar. Enjoy. So waking up, um, that's kind of become a catch-all term and a trendy term lately. Just wake up. What is what is waking up? So part of what we do is giving tips, tools, and support for people in their awakening process. And we define that awakening process as people waking up to the fact that they are responsible for creating their own reality. So everybody experiences a different reality and your reality is created by the thoughts you think, the beliefs that are formed from the thoughts you think, and then those beliefs being dropped into your subconscious. And your subconscious is really operating your perception and your experience and the way that you see life. So the lens that you see life through is primarily operated through your subconscious. So you are essentially operating under different narratives and different belief systems that your subconscious is running on loops. Um, So we're not as in control in the present moment as we or our egos would like us to believe. And so the process of waking up is understanding that. Understanding that not everyone's experiencing the same reality we are. That our reality, the lens that we experience life through, is a combination of our old conditioning combined with our current present moment circumstance and our current mood. And our old conditioning is anything that, any experience we've had that's been emotionally charged in our lives that we've created a thought because of. So say you had to get up in math class in the fifth grade and you were embarrassed because you didn't know how to do the math problem. And your teacher said something to you that made you feel shame, kids in the class laughed, you felt a physiological response come up, your face got red, your palms got sweaty, your heart started racing, and you felt ashamed. And you thought, because of that feeling and that physiological response, I hate math, I hate school, and I suck at public speaking. That's all it takes for those thoughts to become belief systems. And those belief systems will then be run on autopilot throughout the rest of your life. So now you avoid public speaking, you avoid math because you hate it and you suck at it, and you started to do poorly in school because you believe you hated school. And that's essentially how um, our narratives are formed, and we're always running under a narrative. And so again, becoming awake is becoming alive and aware of the idea that we are running on autopilot much of the time and that a lot of the autopilot files, a lot of those narratives are outdated. They're just created from experiences we had that were emotionally charged and then they dropped into our subconscious. And so part of the stages of spiritual awakening are becoming aware that we're not actually present most of the time. We're running on autopilot from our subconscious based on old past memories and experiences. Um, and the stories we told ourselves about those experiences, and those can be changed. So can people change? Absolutely. Can beliefs be changed? Absolutely. A belief is just a thought that you repeatedly thought, and then it drops into your subconscious, where your subconscious then starts operating you in the present moment 
on autopilot based on those old, old circumstances. So why is this important for supporting yourself when going through change or transition or in achieving your goals? Well, if you have limiting subconscious beliefs, so if you have limiting stories in your head like that um, of being bad at math or hating school or being bad at public speaking from an experience you had, say, in the fifth grade, um, it will absolutely provide an obstacle to achieving a goal if the goal centers around any of those things. So if you need to pass a test at work and it involves math, it can absolutely trip you up. If you are required to do public speaking for an event or for even a passion project and you immediately have that physiological reaction of almost wanting to panic, it can be directly tied back to those subconscious limiting beliefs from past experience you've had. And people don't have to live that way and they often, without realizing it, unwittingly avoid situations and make choices based on those subconscious limiting beliefs. You know, we as a species, as humans, want to avoid pain and suffering and difficulty. And so instead of going after what we want and figuring out how to create new beliefs around it, we tend to just make safer choices that allow us to not repeat situations that have caused any kind of distress in the past. And that ends up being something that can really hinder us and that we end up playing small we're not living up to our potential, and we're not really going after our goals and desires. And when we try, we're often met with a lot of resistance. So if you have a goal or desire in your life and you think, oh, I really want to try this or I want to do that, and you get mental kickback, that's never going to work. Here's all the reasons why it can't happen. Here's all the hurdles you're going to have to climb over to get there. Those are all limiting beliefs. Having that really loud voice of doubt in your head does not have to be a normal occurrence. It's just an indication that you have a ton of limiting subconscious beliefs at play. And beliefs can be changed. Beliefs are just thoughts that you repeatedly thought and in conjunction with a heightened emotional response become cemented as limiting beliefs in your subconscious. That's it. That's the only reason they're there. So if you experience a lot of doubt a lot of mental kickback, a lot of internal shaming or punishment or negative self-talk. It's just limiting beliefs that are the product and result of experiences you had typically in your childhood, um, primarily between the ages of zero and seven or seven to 14. um, And that's it. And they can be changed. And so when we remove those limiting beliefs and we start to teach you about how your internal system works and how your brain's operating, you can hack it really easily and you don't have to play small. You don't have to avoid going after what you want. You don't have to listen to that voice of doubt and shame and punishment and negativity. You just don't. Um, That can absolutely be changed. And so it makes change in your life or achieving new goals and going after things that you desire much easier. It makes it fun and downstream. And so in this webinar, we're going to be talking about the Mind Immersion series. And the entire series is really about breaking down these processes for you. So the first block of the series is about the subconscious mind and understanding the subconscious. So really diving into the structure Um, of your conscious mind versus your subconscious and talking about things that we or I just covered earlier on in this discussion and really helping you unpack them and really understanding how it all works and then playing with it, showing you in real time how that occurs. And then we go into connecting with our bodies. 
So when we have, you know, shameful events in our past, anything that causes a, an emotional charge reaction that increases the audacity and the loudness of that voice of shame and negative self-talk in our heads, our ego, essentially, anything that we've experienced that bolsters that voice, um, we typically end up having a physiological response to and and it causes shame or guilt or anger or whatever it is and we disconnect from our bodies that's usually the first thing that happens when we don't like the way that we feel we try to numb it or suppress it or push it away it's very infrequent from a young age that we learn how to process emotion properly which is sitting with discomfort Um, not trying to rush in and rescue ourselves or rescue others or save it or fix it, but just merely understanding that emotions are there. They're always going to be there and it's okay to sit with them and sit with whatever it brings up. And we're not a society that really practices that. You know, we like to numb and distract and glorify busyness so that we don't have to feel things that we find annoying, that we don't find pleasant. Um, And the unfortunate part of that is that when we don't process it and we don't sit with it and we numb, distract, or busy ourselves from having to look at it, it stays in our bodies and typically manifests itself as dis-ease, discomfort in the body, or ends up coming out in disease. Um, It's not a healthy way to go through life and you can't bury things and expect them never to come back because they will. And they're going to come out one way or another. And so when we avoid emotion we are automatically disconnecting from our bodies and feeling annoyed with our bodies for producing this emotion um, that we now have to numb, distract, and avoid. So when that happens repeatedly, we really lose that connection with our body, which is our main internal navigation system. Our body knows best. Our body is picking up on energy cues and vibrations and all kinds of things that we're not consciously aware of. And when our ego takes over and we think, I don't want to think this. I'm so annoyed. I feel betrayed by my body. Um, anytime you think, I don't want to feel this way, you're disconnecting from your body. You're telling your body it doesn't know best and that, frankly, it's just a hindrance to you and you're disconnecting from it. Um, and so part of the Mind Immersion series in our second block is learning how to reconnect with our bodies and really learning how to accept emotion, whatever it is, the full bandwidth of all the emotions and learning how to sit with discomfort and learning tools for how to make sitting with discomfort easier. Um, That's a huge, huge part of being able to become awake and aware and to create a different version of reality than you're in, learning how to sit with emotion, reconnecting with your body. Um, And then we get into our third block, which is about what we refer to as shadow work. So it's really understanding that the, the experience we have with other people is typically a projection or a reflection of us. So when we really enjoy someone else and we find qualities that we really value in them, those are also qualities that we embody. When someone else really bothers us and really triggers us, those are also qualities in ourselves that we have not accepted yet. Um, So anytime we're having an emotional response to something, whether that emotion is favorable and pleasant or not favorable and a bit unpleasant, it's a reflection of us. It's about us. And so shadow work for the third block really dives into how to own that and how to accept it and how to become open and curious about it so that we're no longer only trying to focus on the pleasant emotions or the desirable ones, but also understanding that the unpleasant and the undesirable 
has so much to teach us. Our triggers have so much to teach us. And so we really go into that place of accepting our shadow sides, accepting the things that we project onto others and then, you know, claim that it's them. It's not us. Um, it's a really important part of the process. And so that's our block three. Um, and then in block four, once we've learned the subconscious mind, we've learned how to create new perceptions and new belief systems. We've reconnected with our bodies. We've owned our shadows. Then we move into manifesting. So creating. So learning how from that point, that cleared out point, um, how to create the life that you want and how to take a desire or a goal from the initial stage of imagination and dream into reality. And so we go through a step-by-step process to show you how to do that, how to manifest and create the life you want with ease. Um, And throughout that process, we work with a system called Psych-K. And Psych-K is a really quick and easy way to rebalance limiting beliefs. And it essentially means we identify what you already believe using a process that includes muscle testing. Um, And then we decide, okay, your subconscious believes that you are terrible at math. Is that serving you? No, it's not. All right. What do we want the new belief system to be? I'm open and curious when it comes to math. I'm interested in exploring math and I'm open about the way that that process is going to go. We put you in a series of different states, different whole brain states that will allow the subconscious to become open so that we can rebalance that belief. So rebalancing means we're taking old limiting beliefs and we're eliminating them and we're choosing what new beliefs to replace them with. And it only takes a matter of minutes. It's an incredible process and we love it. So that's a huge part of what Mind Immersion is about too. So we're not only showing you all of the systems and taking you through the process step by step, um, including your mind, your body, and your spirit, but we're also giving you tools and techniques in real time to be able to rebalance your old belief system so that you can start creating now. So we're really excited about this series. Again, it's a four block series. Each block is three sessions. So in totality, it's a 12 week course. And like I said, we're going to walk you through each block so that you have resolution in each area of your life. And then we're going to set you free to be able to manifest and create from an easier cleared out space. Each block can be purchased separately. You don't have to do the entire 12 weeks. We would highly recommend doing the 12 weeks so that you have a full built out toolbox, you know, so that you've had the experience working with the subconscious and your conscious mind with your body, reconnecting with your body, um, looking at your shadows and doing that projection or reflection work and then manifesting as well. Um, But you do have the option of purchasing different blocks separately based on what you're interested in. And if you want a fully transformative experience, we would invite you to attend the whole attend the whole course. Um, So let us know if you have any questions. We're really excited to get started um, and welcome to Mind Immersion. So part of what we're doing.